Today's scripture passage comes from the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 10. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The word of the Lord. Good morning, church. As we are wrapping up, um, we want to wrap up with uh, the Lord's Prayer. Um, I'm given uh, two Sundays to speak, uh, so I'll be just speaking the first portion today about uh, seeking God's will. And next Sunday, uh, we'll be having joint service with Korean Ministry and Education Department at 10.30. So you have uh, one more hour to get ready. Um, and next Sunday, I'll be talking about our daily uh, bread. And talking about joint service, uh, we want to celebrate our Lord Jesus Christ, his birth. Uh, so you don't need to wear a suit. Um, most of you don't wear a suit anyways. But wear jeans and colorful sweater uh, doesn't mean you can wear ugly sweater. I mean, we're worshiping our Lord Jesus Christ, so at least presentable uh, sweater. And I want to thank those of you who uh, helped and organized yesterday. It was a great time of celebration uh, as a church community. Uh, I'm not going to name every single one of you, but you know who you are. Thank you so much for such a blessing instrument for our church. So today, I'll be talking about seeking the will of the Father. God's children desire to know the will of the Heavenly Father. Uh, in our church and in Christianity, uh, I would say uh, you can categorize uh, two different types of Christians. The first type of Christians are the ones seeking and wanting to live out the will of God. And the second type of Christians are the ones, uh, they come with their own will, agenda, and they push by using God. Uh, similar things happen when we have a meeting and there are people who are seeking, Lord, what is your will? And there are people who already have their own agenda and try to push their plan. In our prayer, it is saying, there are people who are seeking the will of the Father through prayer. Lord, what is your will? What is your will for our family? What is your will for my future? What is your will for my everyday life? Versus, there are some of us, we already have plans, and Lord, bless these plans. And that is our part of prayer. What about you? As you look back, year 2023, how many of you can truly say that, you know what, I've been seeking and I've been praying according to the will of God? George Truett said, to know the will of God is the greatest knowledge. To do the will of God is the greatest achievement. That you can live your best life. You can get into school that you want. You can get dream job and retire and time of your life. And yet, when you wrap up your entire life, and meet God face to face. And if your life, even though you lived the best way that you can, and yet 
it has a disconnection between God's purpose, God's plan for your life, and the way that you pursue your life, and that will be very unfortunate. I just want to remind you, every single one of you, if you belong to God, God has plan, God has will, God has purpose for your life. Parents, God has purpose and plan and perfect will for your children. New Hope, God has plan and his will for our church. The question is, are we seeking the will of God? The best life that is ever satisfying and fulfilling in our lives is when we know and when we live out God's will. And that's why so many of us, we live comfortable life and have everything that we've been possibly imagine and yet feeling restless, feeling empty, feeling something's missing because we're missing the will of God. And yet, some of us, we have distorted view of who God the Father is so that when we seek the will of God, we're scared. I don't want to seek the will of God. God, what is your will for my life? And some of you still think that, and that God will say all of a sudden, go to Africa, quit your job, you know, break off your relationship. Uh, we think that God is someone like who wants to just torture us, who wants our lives to be miserable, or forcing us to do certain things that we don't want to do. It's like he's the master, mean master, like, and us, we are slavers. We are slaves so that like, we do something out of forcing and we're miserable, we're sad, and then God is happy. Yeah. We think that God is the Father, someone that we cannot do all the things. He limits us. He controls us. And that's why some of us, we are scared of seeking the will of God. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says that God wants us to give us abundant life. God is most glorified when you and I are satisfied and content in our lives. God is glorified when you and I thrive in our relationship with God so that we can live the best life that we can ever in the sight of heaven. So therefore, Lord's Prayer gives us proper picture and understanding of who God is through prayer. Brothers and sisters, when you pray, you are able to seek God's, uh, God's will. God wants to reveal his heart and also his will through prayer. So that the best prayer ever you can offer to God is not like long prayer, like passionate prayer that you pray for hours, even though those are good. The best prayer ever you can offer to God is seeking the will of God. Even though it's a short sentence prayer, when you seek the will of God, God is saying, you know what, that's the best prayer that you can ever bring. And then the best prayer is not our plans being 
executed, the best fruit of the prayer is that God's will is done in our lives. That's the best prayer, answer prayer. So I want to remind all of us with the first statement that God reveals his will through his children, that he wants to reveal his will through you, through me, through our family. When we come back to the Lord's Prayer, uh, Lord's Prayer uh, divided into three different sections. Number one, it's about addressing God, our Heavenly Daddy, Heavenly Father. It's really about relationship, our identity in our relationship with God the Father. But then, the second portion of Lord's Prayer is about seeking God, which is part of today's message. There are three ways that we are seeking God. Number one, hallowed be your name. That's first. Your kingdom come. Second, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But notice that all these three things have a common factor is that we are praying to God and then also we are seeking God first in our prayer. And that has to be most fundamental part of our prayer. Prayer is not releasing our emotional, spiritual stress. But prayer is towards God and we're fixing our eyes on God. And these three things, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, are deeply connected together. For example, when you honor God, that's where you experience God's kingdom. And when you experience God's kingdom, God's will be done. Even if you flip it around, when you seek the will of God, you experience God's kingdom. And when you experience God's kingdom, God is glorified. If you put it into more of an action, tangible way, hallowed be your name, your worship. Thy kingdom come, our mission. Your will be done, life of obedience. So if you are able to live your life, whatever you do, wherever you are, what kind of season or stage you are going through, if you are able to worship God, if you are able to really share the goodness of God to others, and if you are able to obey the will of God, your lives are in line of God's will. If you are a student, and yet during that time, if you are able to worship God, and you are able to share Christ to your friends and classmates, and you're able to take every step of the way, seeking God's will and try to obey, you are in line of, you're on the right path of seeking God's will in your life. So as we are sharing the vision statement of gospel-centered mission or spirituality, those things are summarized as a worship, missions, obedience. But coming back to prayer, let me ask you, in your prayer, whether you pray for one minute, whether you pray for hours, or whether you come to join our prayer gathering, how much portion do you commit to seek God's will? Once again, family, when we pray, 
How much do we pray for seeking God's will? Lord, your will be done in our family. Lord, your will be done in our marriage. When we pray for our children, how much do we pray, Lord, your will be done for our children's future? And I'm also guilty. 95% of prayer, if we are not careful, 95% of it is like we have our own agenda. Lord, let it be done. Bless it. And we think that that's the answer prayer. But I wonder how many of us we seek, Lord, may you be done in our business. May your will be done in my workplace. And as we pray each day, we need to pray, Lord, I know your will and my will, there's a gap. Lord, I wrestle, but today give me your grace. For me to live out your will as I go to work today, as I raise my children. So that is the best prayer that we can ever offer as we soak in prayer, praying for our children. Lord, may your will be done for my children. That's the best prayer that we can ever offer to our church. Lord, may your will be done at our church. So we talk about will of God all the time. And sometimes we use that as a good excuse. Like when we quit, oh, it's God's will for me to quit. When we move or when we do certain things, we try to justify it's God's will. Well, what do you mean God's will? And there are at least two things that we can say. Number one, God's will. When we say God's will, it is his redemptive plan. The first priority of believers, the children of God, is to seek the will of God, which is his redemptive will. His holy but also loving covenant to be fulfilled in our lives. Meaning people who to come to know God and to worship God. And that is the purpose and plan of God's creation and salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. And that's what Jesus did. He came and Advent is to be reminded his incarnation that he came. The birth of Jesus Christ was part of God's redemptive will. His death on the cross it was part of his, death, his redemptive will. Resurrection was part of his redemptive will. And when he ascended to heaven, the Holy Spirit came. The birth of church was to continue the mission of Christ so that we as a church, we are in light of God's redemptive plan. That's why we exist. That's why you and I, we meet. But did you know, the family is a church. Your family is a church. In fact, family was a, uh, the first church even before the institution of the church. If you think that it is not weird for church to seek the will of God, why is it weird for your family to seek the will of God? And that's what Christian marriage is. That's what Christian home is all about. It's not about you and your husband picking up the Bible and coming to church on Sunday. But it's really about seeking the will of God and that being motivation, that being the reason why you exist as a family. 
But in reality, we cannot and we're weak. We have shortcomings. That's why we pray. Lord, your will be done. Meaning, in our family, we want to worship you and yet we're not there yet. Lord, we need your grace. We need your strength. We're supposed to raise our children to seek the will of God, but Lord, they're not there yet. So Lord, we need you. That's why we're praying for the will of God. Lord, we want to be used by you. How many of us, we truly pray, Lord, I want to I want to share who you are in my life. Lord, we pray for disciples. How many of us we pray when we come to church? Lord, we want to see more disciples being raised up. We want to see our younger brothers and sisters loving Christ. Two weeks ago, uh, I had a pastoral visitation to um, uh, one of our members who used to be part of New Hope. And she transitioned to Korean ministry, and yet uh, she's going through the last um, season of her cancer. And pretty much the doctors have given up, and she's just waiting for her uh, time. And yet I've known her since high school, so comfortable enough to ask her, there are times that I ask, like, if, you're, if you get out of here, like, what would you love to do? And usually common things is like, oh, I want to travel. You know, I want to visit somewhere. I want to eat something. You know, those are the common things. But I was really deeply challenged because when she was saying, you know what, I want to evangelize. I want to share gospel to my non-Christian friends. If you're given one day, if you're given one year, how would you want to live your life? And how is it really connected with God's redemptive plan? I think those are the questions that you and I maybe need to ask. Okay, we get it. We know God's redemptive plan. Okay, that's God's will. That's very spiritual. But notice that we also need to recognize that there is a God's will for our everyday life. God has will for your everyday life. Jesus, of course, he came to die on the cross to redeem us. But not only that, he said, in every day, that is his daily food. Daily fuel. John chapter 4 verse 34 says, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. That is my daily food. Meaning, you know what? I live daily to seek and live out my will of the Father. So we have to recognize in our everyday life and decision, there is God's will. And I remember sharing that years ago about this, you know, very uh, term that many of us, we grew up with, with WWJD, right? What would Jesus do? Maybe it's older generation. Maybe we don't talk about it. We don't really ask this question. What would Jesus do in this situation? What would Jesus do? Have you ever questioned that? But the challenge is it's so hard to figure out, right? 
And someone answered, you know, this question can be answered by walking with Jesus daily. Walking with Jesus daily. When you walk with Jesus daily, when you fulfill small will of God, you end up fulfilling big will of God. You know, many of us, we think that living out our faith is like an event or task, homework. But it's not. It's really about walking with Jesus in your daily marriage. The church will not be able to come up with every single detail. This is what it means for you to walk with Jesus when you're struggling with your um, in-laws. Bible doesn't really say when your children are, you know, disobeying you and they're thinking about, like, really not talking to you. Like, it doesn't really say all this detail. Every situation is complicated. So I appreciate the fact that God does not give us like this box answer. You do this when you're in this situation. But what Bible says is that walk with Jesus daily, meaning in every circumstance, every situation, you need to seek the heart of the Father. When you go to workplace, what is will of God? Some of us, we still think that, Lord, what is your will? Like, do I work at TD or CIBC? Lord, do you want me to quit like Bank of Montreal to uh, go to Royal Bank? What is your will? It's like going to Italian restaurant. Lord, should I order pasta or ravioli? You know, God doesn't care whether you eat pasta or pizza. But God cares whether you eat pizza or pasta that you are nice to waiter, that you are respectful and you keep integrity, and you shine Christ's character and love wherever you go. God may not really care whether you work at TD or Royal Bank, but God wants you to work with integrity. And when you quit, you quit with integrity. Like Christian-like. And some of the young pastors uh, come to me and say, well, you know what, like I'm going through the conflict and the struggle. Like I, I feel like it's God's will for me to quit. And I always say, you know what, yeah, maybe it could be God's will for you to move on. But you know what? I do believe that when you quit, when you move on, it is God's will for you to really restore everything, reconcile in a good term, wrap up, finish well, and then move on. It is not God's will for you to run away and justifying instead, God wanted me to quit. That's an excuse. So that whether we work, whether we study, whether we pursue marriage, there's a daily God's will that little things and little obedience accumulate so that we end up 
looking back and saying, you know what, my life was in line with God's will. It's not event, if it's not project. And prayer is that. Not only knowing the will of the Father, but because you and I, we are so sinful, fleshly desire that we don't want to. So we pray, Lord, we don't want to, but give me your strength, perspective, grace, so that my desire will be more closer to your will. That's what Jesus' prayer was in Gethsemane. Jesus knew the will of the Father to die on the cross. So he struggled. He wrestled through prayer. But Lord, give me strength so that not my will, but your will be done. And that is a prayer that you and I need to pray every day. Lord, not my will be done, but your will. And there are times that we fail. There are times that we have a victory. But as we wrestle more and more, all of a sudden, looking back, our lives were a lot more closer to the will of God. Maybe some of us, our lives are far away from God's will. Maybe God is speaking to you today. You know what? I love you. I don't want your life to be wasted. I don't want you to be too far. Come back. And not taking big step or big jump. But today, what is God's will for you? God has revealed his redemptive plan. Serve, love, forgive. Trust. Endure. Trust in me. So if you're able to fulfill that will... You are living in victory today. So I just want to remind you with my last point, there is God's will in every circumstance. Because God's in control of your life in every season, every circumstance, there is God's will. You may go through different seasons. Some of you are going through season of wilderness. Some of you are going through a season of failure. But even in the season of failure and sickness and wilderness, there is God's will. How do you discover? As I mentioned, Lord, in my failure, how can I best worship you and trust you? Lord, in my failure, how can I really hold on and preach the gospel to myself? In my failure, how can I still obey you, what I know? Then you are already living out God's will in that season. Nothing spectacular. In your season of growth and prosperity, you still live out the will of God. Lord, in my prosperity, abundance, how can I best worship you so that I will not idolize my success? How can I really pour out what you have given to me for your mission? And how can I live daily, walk in obedience, trusting in you? Then you know what? In your prosperity, you are fulfilling the will of God. In your brokenness, in your conflict, when your marriage is like falling apart, you can still seek the will of Father. 
in this broken relationship, how can I still trust in you? How can I still hanging on to you? Then you are living out with the Father in that broken relationship. Every situation, every season, every circumstance, there's a will of God. So that as we pray, the best prayer that you can ever offer to God and parents, as I mentioned, let me remind you, best prayer that you can ever pray for your children is that. Let your will be done. But as a leader, as a pastor, that's something that I desire. Lord, let your will be done at our church. And I believe that God loves you so much so that as we are wrapping up your 2023, this message is for you. Wrap up this year with the will of the Father. Or seeking. And just even practice just little steps towards the will of God. So that you have no regret. For you are in line with God's will. With your life. Let me end with this statement. The life seeks of the will of God is the best life. Let's pray together. Brothers and sisters, you know, we can live great life, humanly speaking, that everyone will envy. And nothing wrong, you know, trying our best in those areas. In fact, God wants us to pursue excellence and really live out to the fullest. But however, if that has nothing to do with God's plan and will, of, will for your life, I think that would be really sad. And God, it's not to punish you right now. Okay? You're wrong. You're done. No, God loves you so much today. That that's why he's reminding you. God is reminding all of us. So can we pray in this prayer, Lord, Lord, your will be done in my life. Lord, your will be done in our marriage. Your will be done in the future of our children. I commit. I commit to pray. Lord, I know your will, but I can't. My will is too strong. The desire of my need, my will is greater right now. Lord, have mercy. As I mentioned, that's the best prayer that you can ever So let's really pray our best prayer that we can ever bring to God today.
if you are sitting with your family or friends even you can reach out your hand and pray for them lord your will be done bless the person your friend and if you are sitting alone pray for your parents pray for your loved ones and even pray for you lord your will be done in my life i want to know your will and i want to live your will Heavenly Father, in this season of Advent, we are reminded once again why Jesus came. To do the will of God. And in Jesus Christ, we are saved. We became the children to live out the will of God. So Lord, we, we commit. Many of us, we've been so busy trying to live, trying to figure things out, and yet, oftentimes, really disconnected from your will. So Lord, help us to come back, even with our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray.